Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. I got my man Mace on the phone. What's up, baby? I'm chilling, Flex. I feel mad good. I gotta let um, a fact today from Magic Johnson Music. It says Mace is retiring from the rap game. I do what make me happy. You know, a lot of people gonna say I'm crazy. I'm leaving money behind and a lot of things. But it's just, you know, how I feel in my heart. Once God puts something in your heart, you know, God talks to everybody different. So you say you don't want to make any more albums? I don't want to make no records. I don't want to rap on no records. And I don't want to run no record companies. I don't think people want that, Mace. You might be outvoted. What you gonna do? <laughs> if I'm outvoted, then I'm just outvoted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel as though, like, you know, like the late, great Tupac and people like Biggie, they got the same messages. They just didn't act on it. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it in that realm, it's like, whoa. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. Now it is the holiday season, but we're not going to deal with that today. We're going to deal with that on next episode. Today... As you heard, we want to deal with spirituality and hip-hop. And particularly, I'm going to deal with um, <clears throat> Mace. Now, if you don't know who Mace is, back in 1997, Mace was the hottest rapper in the world. From 97, 98, 99, he was the hottest rapper in the world. And in 99, he decided to come down from the rap world, give it all up for Jesus' sake. He was going into the ministry at that time and even to this day has never been heard of. I mean, he was that guy. I mean, from features to everything. I got I got waves because of Mace back then. I'm in the mirror brushing, got the warm towel, got the sporting wave. Like Mace was my guy. I went to the concert in 97, the Bad Boy Tour, and it was in front row. I mean, like Mace was that guy. And in 99, he decided he gave his life to the Lord. He got born again. And he was out, as you heard in the interview. That was that was real footage. That's Funk Master Flex interviewing on Hot 97 in New York. And that was in 1999. That was real. He was retiring. He was out. He didn't he didn't owe nobody no explanation. He gone. He was out. And he was gone. And for five years, like no nobody. I mean, people seen him. People visited him. I mean, they knew about him eventually because he came out with a book. I believe it was. Uh, I don't forgot what year it was, but I received that book that he wrote as an eighth grade graduation present from my aunt. Um, the name of the book was Revelations, Light After the Lime or Lime After the Light. It was some, something like that. But to this day, that's probably one of the greatest autobiographies I've ever read in my life. I mean, it went from his childhood to him accepting to, you know, his rap career, how he got 
how Puff discovered him, him being on top of the rap world, the crazy things he used to do, how God dealt with him at the end, how he got saved, how he was embarrassed, how he was ashamed, and how he exited out, how he went into college, how he, um, you know, got got his wife, started his ministry, how God gave him his ministry name. Like he went through all that. It was it was an inspiration. And a lot of people in the hip hop world was upset, but a lot of them was like, I mean, he was that guy. Like he was, he matured. Like he showed them like, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Right? So, um, well, let's go real quick to the scriptures and then we'll deal more with that. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter five. 2 Corinthians chapter five. Look at verse 17, it says, I'll be reading out New Living Translation. Uh, if you're reading out of a different translation, we'll still end up in the same place. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. God, for God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of, re of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be right with God through Christ. Now, I read that scripture because <clears throat> I believe it was 2004. Mace came back to rap, but he came back with, I mean, he had the light of God on him. He came, he didn't come back being preachy, but he came back positive. He came back as people knew him. He was still a pastor. He had this song called Welcome Back. It was hot. He did no cussing. It was clean. It was good. People was excited to have Mace back and see him back. And he wasn't even necessarily was coming back saying he was coming back full time. But he just came back and he put out an album. The album went sold over 500,000 copies. The album went gold. The album was good. I got the album at that time. The album was good. Y'all excuse my voice. Had a, you know, it was good. So he left again. Then he came back, I believe, maybe it was like 2005. It was between 05, 06, 07, one of them. And he came back. I remember being in my grandmother's room and I flipped on the TV and he was in 50 Cent's video. I think the song was called Window Shopper. Flipped on the TV. I'm like, why are you in the video with 50 Cent? You know, at this time, like I'm not really, you know, Mace gone. I'm not really, you know, thinking about Mace. And of course, at that time, I was, you know, very heavy in music, knew a lot about music, still do, you know, and, um, it just kind of threw me off a little bit. I'm like, he went G on it now? <laughs> and uh, long story short, he started going by his moniker, which was Murder Mace. And he started cussing and rapping. And of course, I'm like, well, is he, is he still pastoring? Did he backslide? I'm, I'm kind of, I was confused. And, um, you know, in the scripture I read where it says, we are new creatures in Christ, we're a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. So I didn't, you know, 
I was just kind of confused. And then you fast forward. We'll just fast forward till right now. He came out with the disc record that um, you you may not have heard. I heard he came out with a disc record to Cameron, who's a fellow rapper who he grew up with, who he talks about in his book as well. And he came out, I mean, I mean, rapping, but I mean, filthy, like, rap. Like, he was, it was no holes ball. It would have been cool if he would have... I, I, if he just would have, I don't. I'm, I was just confused. Like for the whole day, I'm researching, I'm googling, I'm like, yo, what's what's going on? Like I don't, I don't understand. So he did this interview with Angie Martinez, and I'm going to play for you in a bit, a little, a little snippet of it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm thinking like, oh, he should have did this video like 15, 16 years ago, but I guess it's better late than never. But in the interview, he basically started talking about. I mean, you can tell in his in his voice that God is definitely his whole character has changed. You just can tell in his voice he knows better. He speaks uh, positive. He wasn't cussing or, or using anything negative, saying anything negative, just in conversation. But he started making this statement about um, he didn't, you know, people, he didn't want people to refer to him as pastor. He he said people can call me that. I just said because people said out of habit. But I'm Mason Bethel. I'm. I don't want titles put on me. Um, and he was saying that when he first got saved, he was very religious. And uh, <clears throat> and I can understand that from a sense. But, you know, you grow. But, you know, our, you know, God doesn't want us growing into carnality. And this is not judging. This is just observation. I listened to the interview. But like I said, I was a fan. I Like, I still, like, Mace can rap. Mace is a, is a good guy. And especially from reading that book, I looked at him at a totally different light. But now I'm just like everybody. I'm, I don't know. I prayed for him as soon as I finished listening to the interview because I just had a, I had a hard problem understanding. And so that's what made me want to do this podcast because it seems like in hip hop music, particularly, there is a, I'll call it like a gospel or Jesus undertone to a lot of music now, you know, uh, i.e. Chance the Rapper, i.e. Kendrick Lamar. Um, and, but the thing is, is that it had, oh, Kanye West, it just seems like the cool thing is, and this is not judging anybody, so y'all have to hear me out. The, the cool thing is to be who you are, meaning, the sinful side of you, the, the flesh. Like, just do what you want to do. The Lord loves you anyway. Put it all out on the table and just do what you do because people are going to respect the real. And that's not, number one, safe. And that's not always true. Because as we was reading the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, like, once you give your life to Christ, that old life, that doesn't mean you can't rap. That doesn't mean you can't do the Hollywood movies or these talks to my people in the entertainment field. It doesn't mean you can't do none of those things. But it's like now you've been washed in the blood. So now when you come back, you don't necessarily have to only do Christian music or only do Christian movies. 
but whatever you take. And this is even talking to me, me being a media guy, even as this podcast is growing the way it's growing and it's reaching people the way it's reaching. And as I get other opportunities to do other things like television and different things of that nature, you still have to make sure your integrity is there. If you read the book of Job, when Job was going through his whole situation, when his kids got killed, you know, all those different things were happening. The main thing in the scripture was that the main thing in the scripture was that stuck out. It says Job never lost his integrity because his wife told him to curse God and die. But he never lost his integrity. And for Mace and for a lot of other rappers who may be saved but still kind of you know struggling a little bit the issue now is integrity the issue is not your salvation no one I'm not no one's going to question your salvation the Lord knows you and the Lord know that's fine but the issue is now questioning the issue now is integrity and what we what we don't want to do and the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I mean if you if you if you're born again, you're my brother in Christ. We should all be holding each other accountable. I had accountability. I had accountability when I done things that were wrong. I'm listening to the Mace interview. Like, yo, who does, is anybody holding him accountable? You know, um, you want to make sure your integrity is intact because, man, what? Like what Mace did, it could have possibly hindered a lot of people from coming to the Lord or coming to church, period. I'm going to play you also. I'm going to play a couple of clips. I'm going to play you a clip from Fat Joe where they excited to see Mace. But and Fat Joe, and he he said it like he don't know where he stands. It shouldn't be like that. People should know where we stand, even in the midst of us doing what we've been what God has placed on our heart to do, people should still know where we stand. If Mace would have came back like he did in 2004 and just did the clean, clean rap, it would have been good. And he can, st- and he's still passionate, doing whatever God called him to do. I'm not here to tell the man what he should do or what he should not do. But as a believer, and as I, you know, watch him, read the book, then I have some questions. Along with the rest of the world, he can't, he can't be afraid to answer the questions and hopefully in the future y'all pray I'm going to try to get um, an interview with Mace along with some other uh, high profile as people would consider quote unquote high profile um, names and um, I want to have a conversation because it's important it's important and I don't I don't want people, I don't want the message of Christ to, I don't want the narrative to change for living for for God. Like God, he loves us, yes, but there are consequences to our actions. God doesn't just want us doing what we want to do. He will let you do what you want to do because you are free moral agent, you have free will. But those things have consequences. And what tends to happen is, is that once we continue to do what we want to do, the consequences come and then we say, okay, well, God trying to slow me down. Uh-uh, that God had nothing to do with that. That was your decision. 
and it, it was, and the consequences are always in that in that sin in that decision. You're not gonna be perfect. I'm not perfect, so I'm not speaking from a level of a perfect man. I'm speaking from the level of a graced man, a man who strives towards perfection, a man who desires to do what's right. And that's what having a pure heart is. A pure heart is not a heart that never thinks evil, never does anything wrong or nothing like that. A pure heart is having a desire to do right because it's right. Even if you do, when you and when you do wrong, you correct it. Once you find out it was wrong, you correct it. You don't you don't hold on to it. You don't say this is this is my poor pick your poison. Nuh-uh. We we can't think like that. That's not how we think. When you need help, you get help. That's how it is. You need deliverance, you get deliverance. We're not trying to hold the ball up for wrongdoing. And that's what I am afraid for mate of Mace. That's what he's doing. The stuff he's talking about, he's talking like he was in 97. You're a pastor. I get I don't know. So I'm saying I don't know. I'm looking up. I know his ministry is Sane Ministries, the S-A-N-E, that stands for Saving the Nation in Danger. He talked about how God showed him a vision as to how his music was leading a lot of young people to do the wrong thing. And so God gave him, showed him a vision and gave him that ministry name. Then I think the name of his church is L.L. Young Church International. It was. I know he was married. I don't know what the deal is. That's none of my business, even with that being now. So, yo, I'm, I want to know what's up just, just like you. I would love to hear more mu- music from Mace. The problem with Mace, when we go back to the brand, I don't look at Mace as he's a bad boy artist or he's an Atlantic artist or whatever. I buy into the brand. The problem with Mace is that we don't know he in the fight or not. Like, he's in church, right? Don't diss the holy man. And then he's back. Then he's back to church. Then he's like, we, we don't know. People ask me something. That's how I'm looking at it. I said at the height of my career, I'm going to help children. I'm going to help family. I'm going to help young black men. Mm-hmm. What's the issue with that? Right. No, I know. I think. So and, and if I'm and, guessing and, and, about public, I'm guessing that the notion or the thought is, you know, when it comes to God and when it comes to religion. If that's people, your view. And, and now somebody is yeah. taking their view and making that my view. Right. You can't put your fear on me and you can't put your view on me. You got to find out what's my view mm-hmm. to know if I'm staying true to my view. So what is your view? My view is this. When I first started, I used to say you can't do this and you couldn't do this because you were in church. So I do understand that. But that's me talking as a 20 year old. Mm-hmm. If I'm in something for that many years, I'm not going to still have the same view. So if you said all your life you'll fall in love with Jack and you'll be with Jack forever at a prom at 18. But you're now not with Jack at 40, 40 years old. Did you lie to us or did you grow? Mm. Because that's how I'm looking at mine. I grew. So now I'm looking at this. This rap is an art form. I don't think any rapper that raps about anything does everything that he raps about. If you think that, 
something. We need to check you into a hospital. There's no <laughs> rapper that does everything he raps about. No, I totally okay. agree. Okay, so now, now that we got that out of the way, so then why would you say, how can he do this and how can he do that? Because it's an art. It's an art. I don't look at Denzel and cross the street and say, that's um, training day. That's... Um, He's going to shoot something up. That's yeah. Denzel. It's an art. Well, that's it. Well, so there you just answered so my question. You, you my gave view. me a hard time about the question I asked you, and you just answered the question I asked you, which is how do you find, you know what I'm saying? How do you mix your art and your and all of that? I don't mix them. Your... I don't mix them. That's why I stopped it okay, there. All it's right. not a mixture. When I'm doing art, I'm doing art. I'm not doing art as a pastor. When mm-hmm. he's when you paint Michelangelo, you're not painting Michelangelo as a Catholic. So you separate yourself. It's separate. Got it. Somebody now let me clear something up for you. It's a is is possible to be three different things at once. Yes. If I now now you're getting into Mace as the intelligent thinker. Okay. If I take water and I put it in the freezer, it becomes ice. Mm-hmm. If it comes out the sky, it could be snow or rain. Each time, it's becoming something different in a different element, but it is still water. It's still water. Mm. It's just it just becomes something different in a different element. So if you put me in this element, I have to be that to these people. If I go home, I'm not a rapper or a pastor. I'm a husband. Mm-hmm. If I go with my children, I'm a dad. I'm not lying because now I'm with my child playing baseball and being loving. I don't need to be that. I get that. I and get a that. guy who works for a cable company, but he's a Christian and he sell these kind of stations. He's not less godly because he's doing an honest job and making an honest living. And you're saying I'm wrong for making an honest living. So if I if I if I make millions doing music is wrong because he's this. And if the church paid me hundreds of thousands, mm. people are mad because they said, why is he taking money from the church? It, any way I would go, a person that wants to have a problem with it could have a problem. Yeah, with it. and it's an easy it's an easy targeting it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not protecting it. I was always taught that you have to give people things in the way they could receive it. Mm -hmm. It's not, you don't come and have a deep philosophical conversation with a person until they read the materials. Then when they read the materials, we can have that conversation because you know what I know and we can have a conversation based on what that belief is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But to just go out and have that conversation with somebody and I don't know where you stand on that. So God or religion? See, that's the thing. Religion, I don't have a religion. And people make it a religion. I feel like that too. I feel like God and religion is is two different things. Yeah, religion is rules and what you can do and what you can't do. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I was very religious. I'm no longer religious. I have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. A personal relationship. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's it's, It's not what I can't do. It's what I can do. That's a different mindset. Well, that's one thing I got from you today too, yeah. because when you think about the stories I've heard, you left this to to yeah. you left your rap career to go and be a pastor, was, and, and that was based upon my knowledge at that time. Mm-hmm. Twenty two, forty two, or forty, however you want to say it. So something changed yeah. with you with religion, you, right? No. From then to now, I fair. grew. Okay, you grew. I grew. I went in a. I run in a church and. I went to college. There's a lot of things people don't know about. Mm-hmm. I go to college, it turns into a church. 
because people kept asking me about God. <laughs> and I That's realized, a good thing, though, and no? I realized I'm really gifted at something else. And it's not ripping people off. It's not like playing with people's view. I really have a gift in in doing some things that has nothing to do with music. And I always thought I had to do this or do this. And then I would try to do music and not do this. Then I would try to do this and not do music. And I realized I'm not really being me until all of it is shown because all of these gifts is what God gave me. Who am I to hide my gift because he doesn't like this gift? Or didn't hide this because they don't like to see me over here. Mm -hmm. That's their business. I can only be true to who I am. Mm -hmm. And who I am is all of it. I get that. That's all all of it. Because I'm going to be lying to myself if I act like all I do is go to church. Or if I say all I do is music. I'm lying to myself because all of it is me. Mm -hmm. Are you a pastor still? Do you consider yourself? Mason Bethel. See that, that that's another thing because once you put a title on it, got it. You you're now gonna hold me too. Yeah, because you what? put the title on it. We, you know what I'm saying? No, but I, I, I but never, I never put the title. You on didn't? It. No. No. I'm Mason Betha. You never called just called, called yourself or people call or, me that, I, and yeah. then I I would just go with it. Got it. Okay. Fair enough. My name is Mason. This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. All right, let's get into the scriptures. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. I'll read it again. Galatians 5, 17. This is the English Standard Version. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. When I was listening to the Wilds, watching the Mace interview with Angie Martinez, that's what I was discerning. I wasn't judging. Because I don't, I don't know him like that. But it's just an observation. And me, me being a believer, this can happen to any of us. This can, so, some way, you know, he's just in the, he's in the flesh. He's fed up. Things have been said about him. He's been turning the other cheek, as he was saying. And now he's just fed up. But he's just doing it in the wrong way. <clears throat> you understand what I'm saying? He's doing it the worldly way. He's doing it the way that how he would have did it back in the 90s. You know, and for any of us, God doesn't want us to handle situations in the flesh. Now, the thing, I'm going to tell you something. For instance, the other day I was parked and somebody parked, <clears throat> somebody parked next to me and they opened up the door. When they opened up the door, their door hit my door and it bent back my side mirror. You know, it's flexible. You can pull it back or whatever. So it it bent back my side mirror. My window was up because it was cold outside. I had the heat on. It was an older gentleman. He, He gets upset that he hit the truck. 
takes the side mirror, pushed the side mirror back where it's supposed to be, and gave me a thumbs up. He didn't apologize. He didn't do anything. I sat there for five minutes battling because I wanted to take his side mirror and bend it back and just and drive right off and just say I'm good. All because, not because he didn't put it back, but because he didn't apologize. He gave me a thumbs up, thumbs up like, there you happy. I said, oh, the disrespect. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but I sat there for five minutes just debating. I wanted to get out the car. I wanted to say something to him. I just wanted to bend the mirror back. And that would have made my flesh feel good. But that's what it's talking about. Like, they oppose one to the other. My spirit was saying, let it go and just move on. He, bent, he put the mirror back like it was supposed to be. My, my flesh was like, nah, you gotta, you gotta do him like he did you. So this is what I'm talking about. Like we, we all gonna have to deal with that in certain situations. May's situation, because he's a public figure, is out in the open. So it makes it, so it makes it worse, especially because he made a public declaration, a public declaration stating that he's a pastor now he doesn't he's not about that life and none of that and then you come back like you are about that life and so people who are who are in music in the, in the industry want to respect that they really do and he was saying how he was trying to get in people was blocking his way and all that i'm thinking that was that was probably the lord <laughs> you know what i'm saying we don't you trying to block your way we don't need that we don't we don't need that back anymore we don't need murder mace anymore you know what I'm saying? Like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, you don't fit in anymore. But he came back doing what he know, what he did in the 90s, and people love it. They're like, we got Mace back. So at this point, I don't know. I don't know whether he's going to stay, if he's going to go. I, I don't know. But be praying for Mace. If you want to hear more of the interview that I'm referring to, go on YouTube and... Um, it's on YouTube. It's the Angie Martinez Show on Power 105.1. And it's an hour and 30-minute interview. It's a good interview. Like, really good. He made it a little rough for You know, he was really, yeah, really going at her. But um, and kind of in the midst of it, tension kind of goes down. But I have a lot of questions for him from a spiritual standpoint. And that's what I really want. I want... And no, no one can really have that conversation with them because they don't really know how to address it. But I know how to have that conversation. <laughs> I want to have that conversation. I really do. So I pray the Lord open up a door where I can have that conversation. And it don't have to be public. It don't have to be for you all to hear or the world to hear. I just like to have it publicly. I mean, I just like to have the conversation. I would like to have the conversation with DMX. I would like to have the conversation with Chance the Rapper. I would like to have the conversation with Kendrick Lamar because I have questions. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us 
who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. Romans 8 and 8. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Romans 6, 2. By no means, how can we... How can we who died to sin still live in it? 1 John 3.21, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And all these scriptures I'm reading to you, it's just simply about carnality. What is carnal? What is carnality? Well, not spiritual, merely human, temporal, worldly. So carnal sums it up. It's talking about the flesh. It's you, it's you living according to the flesh, and the flesh dictates and a mind state of the world rather than the mind state of Christ and the spirit. That's what being, that's what being a carnal, what they call a carnal Christian. All of us are subject to that. <clears throat> when we are presented with things, when things come up in our path, we have the option of choosing the flesh or choosing the spirit. I don't want us choosing the flesh to now become the new narrative for living for Christ. And that's all that I'm saying as it pertains to spirituality and hip hop. It seems that that is becoming the new th the new thing, not questioning those who do it's salvation. We just gotta be careful in how we use our gift. Because believe it or not, this like I said, it's not religion, it's a relationship. And because we are in a relationship with Christ, you have we have to understand <clears throat> our choices, our actions, how does it make him feel. We'd like to use the excuse that we have a relationship with God. Well, if we have a relationship with God, how does what we do affect the other person on the other end of the relationship? In this situation, we're talking about the Lord. See, it's not about religion, but see, you just doing some stuff and the person that's in that relationship don't condone. And I don't think you all discussed what your move was going to be in this relationship. See, in marriage is about communication. It's one of the things in marriage, the number one thing is communication. What God's for prayer is, is communication. And prayer is not a monologue, it's a dialogue. It's you talking to God and Him talking back to you. So whatever moves and decisions we're talking about, we're making, we need to decide, okay, well, how does the Lord feel about that? We, I understand what's popular. I understand the offer you got. But, yo... Check with the Lord. You you in the relationship with him, check with him. If you're struggling with something, he may tell you, yo, chill on that. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need you. You shouldn't be doing that right now. I need you to focus on this. Like, that's relationship. Relationship is sometimes you got to listen to your partner, right? We're in covenant. Remember the scripture says we're joint heirs with Christ. Joint heir, heir, we inherit. We're inheritors. That's what made me want to do this podcast. Just simply kind of listening to Mace over the weekend and uh, just hearing like all the different debates and conversations with people in the industry and um, I wanted to put my own two cents in there because I know people in the industry are not going to deal with it from this standpoint but as a believer I'm looking at it you know differently like yo he's just in the flesh right now he going to get over it we praying he get out soon but he in the flesh right now so we pray for Mason, anybody that's struggling in their walk with the Lord. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please send this to all your family and friends. And do me a favor, follow Mace. Mace's Instagram is RSVP Mace. That's RSVP. That's at RSVP M-A-S-E. 
and encourage them. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. Remember the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter part of that verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.